This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by Farm Journal's Trust in Food Initiative and the America's Conservation Ag Movement. Learn more at trustinfood.com. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. Farmers are making their way into local farm service agency offices applying for the market facilitation program this week. USDA Farm Production and Conservation Undersecretary Bill Northey says he's happy with what he's hearing so far. Folks are showing up at offices and software is working and folks are taking applications and we'll continue to want to hear if we've got questions or concerns out there or things that we need to address. There's a lot of unique circumstances across uh, 600,000 producers out there and we're hearing good things about uh, folks getting signed up and it fairly quick process for them. In a national public radio report, a few ag economists suggested MFP payment rates were too generous. Northy begs to differ. You know, I think if you talk to most producers and you see kind of the impact of what trade losses were, most folks are going to say these are not too generous. In fact, they may not capture all the impact uh, when you, we are seeing some price, positive price impact because we're having a short crop and a concern. And so some crop not being as low priced as what it was in the past may be in part due to a short crop this year and it'd be even higher if we had a full benefits of trade and hopefully we will soon. County payment rates range anywhere from $15 to $150 across the country. County rates are highest in areas where cotton is a staple crop such as Georgia and Texas and much lower across the Corn Belt states in the Midwest. I'm not certainly into the particulars. I know our ag economist has worked through and looked over the last 10 years. Certainly cotton is one of those crops that's trading very heavily from time to time with China. There have been both tariff barriers and non-tariff barriers that have stopped cotton from being traded as well with China as it could be. And Actually, within the last couple of years, we had prices that were 20 cents higher than, than what they are. So I don't know exactly what to attribute, attribute um, price changes to. Our effort was to look at trade impacts. No counties in the Dakotas, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska, and Ohio have payment rates above $100 an acre. Texas and Georgia have 35 and 51 counties, respectively. Despite record rainfall this year, major corn and soybean producing states are starting to see drier weather as the summer growing season moves on. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says already in July, he's seen a subtle drying trend across the central and eastern corn belt. If you look at the topsoil moisture numbers that are coming out from USDA, we see topsoil moisture now more than 40%, very short to short, in states like Michigan and Indiana and Illinois that have been, until about four weeks ago, incredibly wet. So it's been a dramatic change in parts of central Illinois, rainfall for the month of July, only about a half an inch or so, and there's a few other pockets in the central and eastern Corn Belt that are as equally as dry. He says this is a problem because an extraordinary wet spring causes soil compaction and crusting for crops already delayed by late planting. Yeah, we've got a big chunk of the corn and soybeans moving into reproduction at this point. Just over the last couple of weeks, more comings for the very late planted part of the crop. And so it is critical. The The one positive is that temperatures are low. So we've got another nice shot of cool air coming in. It looks like it's going to stick around for a couple of weeks. So we're not going to have heat stress, but we do have some moisture stress in certain pockets across the uh, middle and eastern part of the Corn Belt. Rippey says that could contribute to keeping these crop conditions low and staying lower. Here's a word from our sponsor. The conservation seed has been planted and America's conservation ag movement is growing by the day. 
Do your part. Join Farm Journal's Trust in Food and the rest of the movement today. Find out how at trustinfood.com. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley of Iowa is optimistic about the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement beginning its ratification process in September. Grassley's optimism comes from conversations with House Democratic leaders. Going way back to my first meetings with the Chairman of Ways and Means, my meetings with Pelosi, and uh, what Lighthizer is very positive about it, and uh, you all add all that together. And there hasn't been anything since I've been saying these things to detract from it. The Senate Finance Committee held a hearing earlier today on the USMCA agreement. Read more about USMCA in tomorrow's AgriPulse newsletter, as well as stay up to date with the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nulley.